Hello, everyone. Um, uh, Cynthia, by the way, I want to say hello if you're still here. Thanks for being so early. I love it. If you are new um, to Evolving Always Productions channel, what um, the goal is, what my mission is, is to help people to improve themselves, evolve. And there's so many ways to evolve, whether it's mentally, physically, spiritually, or financially. And sometimes it's all of those things. So that's what this channel's about. And the guests that I'll bring on, these people, they're working on that journey as well. We're all trying to improve ourselves because everybody um, can improve what they're doing, no matter what it is. You know, no one, you should never be satisfied with where you are. That That's one thing for certain. You should always want to strive to one-up yourself, as sometimes I like to say. And we're in this together. We're a team. You know, what we put out, we get back. So definitely want to help others to be successful. And that's why I bring on wonderful guests. Like I have Tiana on today. She is from Swag, Swag Player Fashion. And she is an entrepreneur. She's actually a serial entrepreneur. She's also a friend of mine. Um, but she's really about improving herself. So hello, Lisette, lovely Lisette. Hello, magnificent Michelle. And again, my beautiful friend, Cynthia. Thank y'all for joining. We're going to get started and I appreciate y'all coming out and I hope you can uh, learn something from that. So anyway, Tiana, I wanna thank you again for joining. I really appreciate it. And I will be asking you to join some more. So I just wanna let you know, just have some spots in your calendar for me, okay? I shall. Yeah, you're really important in helping uh, people to help, you know, evolve. So one of the things I want to go ahead and get started on, how long have you been an entrepreneur? I know you're a serial entrepreneur now, but how long have you been an entrepreneur? Since I was in elementary school, before I knew what the definition of entrepreneur was, I always enjoyed having my own, making my own money because uh -huh. On money when I went somewhere I didn't have to ask my mom can I buy this can I buy that I could just grab it take it to the register and pay with my own money <laughs> so I've been selling things since I was a small child oh my goodness so you just went it was naturally in your head right okay yeah. I can relate to that because I've been like that too so I totally understand that's good to hear okay so um that's, that's good. So what about your parents? Were they entrepreneurs? Or tell me a little bit more about your parents. They were not. So both of my parents. Uh-oh. Can you, Am I echoing? Okay. Maybe I was. Okay. <laughs> so both of my parents um, were very smart. Like extremely smart. My dad and my mom. Um, they both went to college. They were the first ones. My dad was the only child. But <laughs> mm -hmm. um, on his side, both his parents went to college. But on my mom's side, she was the first one to go to college. And she graduated top of her class. She had a job as an engineer. Before she even graduated, they told her, when you finish your degree, come and we have a job for you. So she skipped prom um, a couple times so she could study because she really liked reading and studying. And um, I don't know, I didn't get that because my, my dad and my mom were not entrepreneurs. Like they were incredibly smart in math and science. And even though I enjoy science, I think the idea of math is great, but my brain does not understand those numbers and letters and how they still equal a number. I'm confused. <laughs> so like I've said before, um, college algebra was almost the reason I did not complete my bachelor's degree. So I don't think my entrepreneurial side came from my parents, but my mom was very creative. She was also an artist. So I think like that somewhere in our DNA, the creative part, I got a heavy dose of, and then was able to just use that creativity to make cash. Okay, and, and I love hearing that. So your mom was creative. So like um, she was an artist, what type of art did she do? Oh man, all kinds. She painted, she made clothes for a local boutique in her area and sold those. Like she, like it was amazing the things she could put together with her hands. Like every Halloween costume I had as a little kid, she hand sewed from scratch every year for me. Okay, well she was technically an entrepreneur then, basically, because she was doing stuff for boutiques and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, she like, she because I bet she didn't consider herself one, but technically she was. Yeah. But she was technically like the seamstress for the boutique. It was someone else's boutique. She just did the sewing, so she did the technical side. She never took it like 
to the side where she can make her own, but she literally can make women's clothes from scratch, like hands down. And then they sold them in the boutique and they basically paid her, you know, I, I don't want to say by the hour, but it was kind of, it was back in the day, it was a little bit different. It wasn't by piece. I don't know what they called it back then, but. Oh, it was basically kind of a salary thing is what she was doing. Sort of, sort of. So yeah, it was like a job. Yeah. Yeah, I got exactly what you're saying. It's so funny that you mentioned that because my mom actually could sew too. And she actually kind of got it from, I guess she kind of taught herself. She she mm -hmm. was good on the patterns. Yes. And then she would start making her own things. And she used to make a lot of my clothes. Like, I mean, a whole bunch of them. But um, <laughs> she didn't do like your mom, though, and try to, which that probably would have been good if she had done that. She didn't do that. She ended up um, opening up a daycare. She, she worked in um, that. And she was an entrepreneur, but that was her thing. I, I wish she had gotten more so in that, that industry. I think I would have enjoyed that yeah. journey. But um, so basically, you have really smart parents, which, you know, that yes. comes off on you because I can tell you're very intelligent as well. Oh, thanks, because I'm always looking for it. I'm confused about how did I get those genes? <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it's it's fine, totally. Um, you're probably like a little nerd in school because I can relate because I was too. I, I wasn't nerdy in the sense where people would pick on me, oh, but I was nerdy yeah. in the sense that I didn't like um, hang out to like um, all the, uh, I guess, the dances and stuff like that. I did like going to sporting events. Don't, don't ask yeah. me why. I did ironically like doing that. It was kind of a, I guess, a mental break for me. But as far as like all the dances and the click thing that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I definitely had, I enjoyed learning. So I guess I, you know, the joy yeah. is something like even now, like my husband, he wants to sit down and we rotate. Like, so it's me, my husband, or our child. And so when mm -hmm. it's turn, I always pick a documentary and they're always like, do we always have to be learning something? And I'm like, yeah, yes, we do. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And you know what's so funny is my son doesn't even really watch regular TV. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he got that from me or not, because I do. I, I love documentaries. I, don't, I really don't really watch a lot of, a lot of TV, to be honest with you. My, my TV watching extends from when I finished everything and I'm laying down and it's time for me to go to sleep. Yeah. And I know some people are like, oh, I can't go to sleep. I'm like, I actually can because that's when I relax my mind and I pick a show that I don't have to think about. It's just I'm yes. relaxing, you know. But uh, as far as I guess if I'm like really watching something, I love documentaries. I love stuff based on true stories. Because that's what you mm -hmm. it. Ironically, my son's the same way. So I totally relate to that. And, and when I was a kid, I used to love just reading, yes. uh, <laughs> you know. And that happened by happenstance, though, because my mom and uh, dad, they actually um, had separated and she didn't have a lot of money, so she didn't have a TV. And at first I said, oh, no TV. This is my right. I was like eight years old or something like that. And so I walked to the library and I joked to you not, the library was probably like five miles away. Yes, we don't have stories. Younger people don't know anything about this, but and you're younger too, so you wouldn't know about that. But yeah, I watched five miles <laughs> to go to the library and I get me a whole bunch of books and walk back home. And I was just like reading books. And I, that was like the most fun to me. I didn't even <laughs> want her to go to TV anymore after that. I was just like reading, reading, reading. Hello, Grateful Queen. Hello, Queen Bee. I appreciate you joining. So yeah, that was, that was such fun, just reading, reading, reading. So now, unfortunately, I don't get to read like that because it's like, I feel like if I'm reading, I should be doing something else. That's the only thing bad yeah. about being an entrepreneur. How do you navigate through that? Because I know you deal with that as well, right? Downtown. I could work from sunup to sundown and keep working until somebody says, hey, guess what? You probably should eat and go to bed. So I have to make a schedule. Because if I do not make a schedule, I won't know it's time to stop. Now, sometimes I forget to look at the schedule and keep working. But when it's something I like to do, when I'm passionate about it, I just want to keep doing it all day and all night. And so it's healthy to have that balance. You've got to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. You have to see your family. Like they're like, you've been locked in that room for 12 hours. We haven't seen you all day. <laughs> so you have to have that balance and it can be tricky. When I worked somewhere, Ooh, I knew what time I clocked out. I was like, peace, it's time to go home. <laughs> but it's because I didn't really, I wasn't passionate about building somebody else's business. Like I went there because it was a necessity. I kind of like what I did, but I wasn't passionate about building their future. So you want to write your schedule down, block out your time. And then I take every Friday and Saturday off. And by off, 
I mean, I don't get up and yeah, somewhere in there, I'm going to find something to do because I'm still going to send out offers, but I won't do it like every time I, I barely participate in the parties on the weekend. Um, but if I have orders that have to be shipped, like I'll still ship on Saturday. Like if I had orders late Friday, I'll ship Saturday. But Sunday, I really, 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 really try to do nothing. But let, let's be honest, I also do YouTube. I'm also part of a reseller group and we do different things on Sundays, even to the point where I'm actually having to look at scaling stuff back, which is nothing I thought I'd have to do. But I was like, I have a family and I do this for my family. So I have to make sure I include time for them because they're the most important thing. I wouldn't do this business if I didn't have a family. I just go to somebody else's little job, twiddle my thumbs, save up for retirement and then be out. But I want them to have more and I want them to see the example, especially my little one, to see this is what you can do as an entrepreneur. And you can build passive income if you put in the time now. And then that way, no matter what happens in the future, you always have an income. So I have to kind of be that example, which I kind of wish I had done better before I had her. <laughs> because then, you know, it'd be a different dynamic. I'd already have the passive income and then I could be totally focused on her. But then sometimes that could be a con too if she's my only focus. Because like I said, I can work from sun up to sundown. So if she was the only thing I was focused on, she'd be like, mom, I can't breathe. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it's good that you made a schedule. I, I need to work on that myself. It, it's really hard because it um, since I've been self-employed and, and I'm still a serial entrepreneur like yourself, it's every time I want, I guess, to have a little time to myself, I end up feeling guilty. Oh, no. So it's like, I'll end up being like, oh, okay, but really I should be doing this or really I should be doing this because I do have a lot of things that I'm trying to work on. And um, it's it's hard to shut the mind off of what you're supposed to be working. And so for me, 2021, I'm going to try to be more forgiving to myself mm -hmm. and try to relax. So the only thing that does help me, I guess, somewhat relax is when I'm working out because typically <laughs> when I'm working out, I'm not actually working. Unless I'm like, like if I go to the gym and I get on a bike, then I might share. But I've even kind of stopped myself from doing that because I used to be really bad about that. I used to get on a yeah. bike and I'd be sitting there like sharing while I'm on a bike. And um, I had even one time I would be walking and I'd be sharing. I said, this is ridiculous. I said, this is one time you need to relax. And yeah. I this is related. I said, granted, you can listen to a business podcast. That's okay. You can forgive yourself on that. But so that's something that, um, I'm definitely working on myself. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm really impressed that you're doing that and I'm um, spending that time. And my husband does kind of help me sometime to just mm -hmm. like, he'll be like, why don't you hang with me? So then I hang with him, but it, then I'm still guilty of doing stuff. <laughs> so he's like, he's talking to me, but I, I'll get with you more on that scheduling. But what exactly yeah. does your schedule look like during the week? So the schedule, I had to adjust it a little bit, you know, with, um, my little one being home and I'm the teacher, the counselor, the gym coach and the principal all in one. Even though there is somebody on the side of the screen, <laughs> I still have to do those things. So right. it's supposed to start off tomorrow <laughs> at 45 a.m. I go pull my orders because they're not on site. Okay, what time was that again? I'm sorry. It's okay. 5.45 a.m. Okay, that's a great time. Okay, I thought you said something else at first. 5.45 Okay. <laughs> Yes. Go pull my orders because they're off site. Bring them mm -hmm. home. Them. I mean, I ship them, pack them, have them ready for shipping. Then mm -hmm. I have a call that I do at nine o'clock my time, depending on what's going on, because I still have to make breakfast, make sure my little one's ready for school, signed on. We get a few minutes together because she comes with me to pull the order. So we have time together and we could talk mm -hmm. and then run out real quick and ship my orders and then come back for the mastermind call. That's till 10. Sometimes it goes till 1030. And then newly, I'm going to be doing um, a live show Monday through Friday. It's supposed to start tomorrow, but I think I'm going to push it back to Monday the 11th just because I need to make sure my little one reacclimates to school because she goes back on Tuesday. So I think I'm going to do like a short show Monday, but then start the series on the 11th. And then at noon, I'm going to be done for the day. 
So somewhere, depending on when I pull orders, because I'm still kind of thinking about it in my mind, I think I'm going to pull orders on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. And then that way I can Tuesday, Thursday, not Saturday, photograph and list and cross list. So if I don't have to run, you know, from my house to the um, location where I have my orders on Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's the day I can photograph, list new items, cross list items. And then I've also decided on my mastermind call that I'm going to be cross listing because that's an hour that I can be using. So I am on the mastermind call. I am listening. I am participating, but I could also cross list. And then any other Zoom calls that I have with any of my groups that are important to me that I want to attend, I can still cross list at that time. So that way I'm still getting my time in because no matter what happens, I want to be done with my day at noon so I can spend the rest of the day with my family. That, that is a really aggressive, but I, I love the goal. I really do. I, I can I can really say um, I love that goal. I, I um, get up at six, but I'll be straightforward. I'm definitely not finished by noon. But then, you know, uh, I do work out in between during the day and stuff. And I'm going to be kind of like workout time. So if you work out hours, just put, you know, two hours for work somewhere else. I have to lock mine in because once I turn off my work brain, it's hard for me to go back into my work brain. So that's why I just squeeze it all into the morning. So that way I can be done. Because if I have to go back to my work brain, it it trips me up. <laughs> I can't like my brain that just doesn't function that way. <laughs> That's good, yeah, because you're 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 trying to like focus on the, the rest of stuff. But but I also know that you work with uh, two young ladies too. Yes. On entrepreneurship. So what's the schedule on that like? So we were currently doing the Swag Slayer Young Entrepreneurship class every day because that was early day. So. Mm-hmm. They would get a 30 minute break from school so they could eat something, whatever they have to do. And then we have class for an hour after that. Okay. Because my time zone zones are so different going into this semester and I have other people who want to participate outside of the Eastern Standard Time time zone, mm-hmm. I'm moving it to Friday. That okay. way, focus on their schoolwork all week. And then on Friday, you're done. You know, you, if you didn't finish the work by Friday, you, you're not going to finish it. So then focus on the young entrepreneurship class for those students that want to participate and then I'm looking at possibly depending on how many I think right now my oldest student who wants to participate now is 13 Mm -hmm. but that's how I like to keep it I like to keep it age 6 to 12 13 and then if I have older students that want to participate they need to have a class separate all the way up to age 18 because what I talk about for someone past age 13 is very different than what I talk about for someone under that because in middle school is really where you know the brain starts to transition and you know they go through puberty and different things so their thoughts at age 13 14 and up very different than they are lower than that. And so the things we would talk about would be a little bit different for investing and in how you use your business money, where to gain capital. Because also as they're older, I'm going to be talking to them about how to get a DBA, how to get business credit, how to set yourself up at a local event, different things like that. When they're really tiny, that goes over their head. That's something I have to right. talk about. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good that you're doing um, an older group so you can have that conversation because there there are a lot of young entrepreneurs out there right now. Um, surprisingly, I know a 13-year-old right now that uh, is into options trading and doing quite well. So you can yes. teach options trading. So um, you'll be surprised the uh, young people out there doing things. I'm glad to know that you're working with that and teaching them those types of things because they're not learning that in the schools. They're not learning about banking, about credit, yeah. about investing. Um, just just learning the very basic of the very basic, and it's really not preparing them for the life that that comes yeah. out of here. You know, I think about it all the time, and then now they're not even learning cursive. No. And I mean, I could argue, you know, we could argue both ways about saying do they really need cursive? You know, I don't know, but I, I think kind of they should have that. I think they, they should. should. And the, and the oldest documents in our government is in yeah. cursive writing, so they wouldn't even be able to read it if they don't. So I think. And that's the point. We don't want the children to know their rights. You can't find something you don't even know 
you're supposed to have. So if you not read those documents, then Mm -hmm. you can't fight for your rights. You can't stand up and say, no, this is wrong. I'm supposed to have X, Y, and Z. So they know if you can't read in cursive and you can't write in cursive, then there's nothing you can do. And you're you're just not going to do anything. You're going to be docile. I mean, we always repeat our history. So if we don't look back and see how did they try to stop the generations back then from revolting or creating a revolution or being better, they didn't teach them how to read. You know, certain groups of people didn't learn how to read. And it's because if you know how to read, then you can stand up and speak for yourself. And you can say, no, this is wrong because this is what's supposed to be happening. So it's the same thing. They don't just do it to groups of people anymore. They just do it to the entire United States. And then if you have enough money to know better, then you'll give your kids because their kids out there learning cursive. Oh, they know it. They're just a yeah. 1% of, you know, the people with the money, they know it because they know the rest of us who have to work, who have to hustle, we don't have time to teach it. And so we have to be diligent enough, even in our exhaustion, because I've been there and done that, stay yeah. up for one, answer their question, help them as much as we can. And if we can get them into small groups and say, okay, I don't have time on this day, but so-and-so does, can our kids meet on Zoom and you teach that day? And then that's one person responsible um that day and if there are five of you who can do that and all your kids jump on zoom then you're only responsible for one day and the other um four parents are responsible for one day so it's not too much extra on your plate but the kids are still getting the information and see i love everything that you just brought up tiana because you know we can make something positive out of everything and Mm -hmm. and and that's one right there i mean this pandemic as horrible as it's been that idea that you just mentioned right there is golden because I'm all about team together, everyone achieves more. And that's how people achieve more. It's about working and getting the strengths, you know, like, like, um, you know, uh, I know investing, you know, somebody else knows how to do something um, with lists perfectly that I don't know. This mine is really great at um, social media marketing. I'm just using these as examples, but you know, that's why you come together and we can learn together. And the same thing uh, for kids, you know, same as that thing and they need to know these things they, they absolutely do because i'm going to tell you right now ai is for real yeah and what i mean by ai is of course artificial intelligence yeah and as it is the jobs um have been getting like very you know very hard to, you know to to out there for people yeah. now and as artificial intelligence becomes even more broad and it is if these people don't find some types of skills beyond what school is typically doing, they're just going to be suffering. And that's why it's so important. You really have to learn how to have your own business. You have to learn how to, we'll, we'll say it like this, you have to learn how to fish. You're going to yes. have to learn how to fish or you're going to be starving. Yes. And it's really important that we teach um, our people, our kids, how to fish um, and don't just give them fish so to yes. speak, you know, and that's just, you know, very late ter- lame turns there, but you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. um, the world is changing. It's going to even be to the point, um, there's, there's certain jobs out there that pay well, that you don't have to go to college for. One I'll think of right now is truck driving. Mm-hmm. I would say probably in the next 10 years, away because it's autonomous uh, truck driving, meaning that they're, they're not going to have truck drivers anymore. It's going to be autonomous and yeah. um that, it, that is already out there they're not going to be people uh doing ubers and lifts anymore and, and of course that's self-employment as well that's a form of self-employment but that's something you'll have to swerve on that because yeah. maybe buy a car that does that and, and start doing it that way but yeah there's a lot of things you have to be ready to um swerve you know what i mean yeah and that's true mm-hmm. go ahead i'm sorry No, I was just saying that is true because my husband was a truck driver for like almost three years and Mm -hmm. take a step back and say, oh, wait a minute, this is not long term. You're not going to make it far enough in this industry before they say, guess what? We don't need you anymore. So we pivot now and then the future to be ready for what's coming in the future. So he left that industry making bank. Okay. Like some real bank. <laughs> he makes money and my husband's a truck driver now, but he already knows. He already has the mindset. Yeah. He understands that that's, and that's why he has other things he's working mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, you're, you're so right. And it's good your husband went ahead and got out. I totally agree with that. Yeah. 
and mm -hmm. we took a huge pay cut just to be prepared for later. I was like, we'll make the sacrifice now so we can have the abundance later. It's no big deal. So that's what we did. And it, it's totally worth it. I know everyone isn't going to want to. Um, every And then there's some people who aren't going to be able to. And I think stay on the road if you have to stay on the road because you have bills to pay. But in the back of your mind, what when your truck is down, everything you can learn online, you can get all your certificates, certifications, all of that online. So when your oh, truck has done, learn in the truck. That's right. I, I totally agree. There's so many things you can learn in a truck. And, and the key, too, is you're making um, good money. So invest, yes. as I always yes. say. Yes. Yes. Even if like maybe and, and if you do have a lot of bills, still invest a little because people can say it if they want to. People always throw away at least 20 to 40 dollars a week and when i say yeah. throw it away they spend on stuff that's just unnecessary they really don't have <laughs> yeah. to you know and, and, I'm not, and i'm actually probably being i'm probably being cheap it's probably more than that i would say some people probably throw away a hundred dollars a week on yeah. stuff but, but we'll say 20 to 40 but still you can take that 20 to 40 and invest let's say it's 40 you, you're talking 160 a month that you're investing and when we know it stops that it just grows so you know there's so many things that you can do so i totally agree with that so i know initially when me and you first met you were um as far as like selling you had a store on um poshmore and it was just one store on Poshmark at the time correct but i was working on your website which um i want to thank you because i had a website forever but when you start talking about a website it made me go back to work on my website i still have a lot of work to do with my website by the way but i'm just saying it made me decide to get invigorated about my website again because nice you know um i have a lot of friends who are like we have websites we're like but everybody no one's buying from our website but I said, you know what just build a website eventually somebody's gonna come so that's like mm -hmm. <laughs> my mindset now i'm like somebody will eventually come you know, but um, I know you started a website because you mm -hmm. were doing um, the mystery boxes, correct? Right, so I do the, the reseller boxes. Yeah, so I'm already outsourcing for me. So this is really how it happened. <laughs> I source for myself. I source, source, source. And then I saw this thing on Instagram that kept coming up talking about like, you know, boxes you can buy of inventory. And I was like, cool, let me buy, you know, look at it, research it. Cause I usually do that before I spend any money and it looked legit. Mm -hmm. Like they had a sale. So I told my husband, I said, Hey, remember that website I was telling you about? They're having a sale. I'm going to order a couple boxes. Mm -hmm. So to eight, I ordered eight boxes. Right. <laughs> they never came <laughs> ever. Well, wait a minute. You ordered eight boxes and they never came. They never came. And oh I just thought, it's horrible. I'm, at first, I was like, they're just late, you know, no big deal. I emailed on the website and was like, hey, uh, checking. Like, it says it was shipped, but I don't have a tracking number. You know, no, it said it was like in process to ship, something like that that I had never heard of. I was like, that's weird. But I was like, okay, whatever. And then I'm scrolling on IG one day, and um, there was this guy I had seen his YouTube video, it had popped up in my recommendations. I mm -hmm one video and then I never went back you know but then I on IG somebody had screenshot his video Instagram page ripped people off and I was like what is this so I click on the the thing <laughs> and I was like oh man these poor people bought these boxes they never got this their money and like I'm telling my husband I was like oh this is terrible so then like I clicked the next one because now it's, it's got a hashtag to it right so I clicked right. the, I to find out what's happening you know only to as I kept reading, the more I read, I was like, I wrote somebody a message said, what is this company's name? Like, who is it? Cause nobody was like putting the name, I guess, out of respect. I don't know. And so <laughs> not the person who posted it, but a whole nother person commented the name and it just hit me. I was like, oh my God, I ordered from this same company. What are y'all talking about? So. Right away because I was like I've lost all of our money <laughs> like you know and I was like oh no yeah, you got eight boxes, so I'm sure you, you really yes. money on that. so yeah didn't get my money back I didn't get the boxes so that night it was like a Thursday or something I was just like okay let me get up because I already had my domain name for like two years I was like let me get up let me throw this website together and make it happen so like 24 <laughs> It was 24 hours sometimes i say 48 because i can't really remember it had to have been 
Anyway, so October 1st, I launched the website in response to those poor people who never got their money and never got their product either. Because, you know, my Instagram, I show my face, I'm on IG Live, I'm on YouTube now. I was like, we need to be able to have that trust in the community where people know if they order a box, they're going to receive it. Because that money, especially right when this happened, it was like at the beginning of everything closing down, those people needed that box because they needed to continue to fuel their company. So I just went ahead October 1st, I launched it. I sold so many boxes. Uh, I had a great response. The learning curve on shipping is unreal because it's not like Poshmark where this is the price. It's depending on where you ship that box. So so swagslayer.com really came from that response to just know, you know, to have that to the community to know that you can go to swagslayer.com, order your box and it's going to come. Like my goal is to have them shipped out within 24 hours from the time you order it. During the holiday time, they were a little bit behind. They were more like two or three days just because it was crazy around here. But now that things are tied down, it'll, back, it'll be back to the same 24 hour turnaround. And it's good to know that you order the box and within 24 hours, you have a tracking number and it's already on its way to you. Because the sooner you get the merchandise, the sooner you can photograph it, the sooner you can make a profit. Yeah, you're right about that. Shipping is really something. So I can totally relate to that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I actually had my um, website. I've actually got more than one. And some I, I don't um, actually have out on uh, my link tree because I'm going to be utilizing them in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the website that I had, I had it for a while. And I really need to add a lot more products. But I do have that thought process of what you just brought up, the shipping. So I'm like, yeah. trying to navigate that, trying to, uh, I don't know. But but the point of the matter is, I love what you did and you did sell Thank it. You. you provided service when they needed it. Because the bottom line is, I think, I want to say at that time when you um, did that, there were some places that had a major shutdown. So they actually benefited. So that was actually really good. And um and then I know after that, not too long after that, because I know I was talking to you about eBay. She's like, yes. I'm Poshmark, blah, blah, blah. And then they say, I know you get all this perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, you yeah. get on, on a lot of sites now, I know. So, but it was so funny. <laughs> and I think you're actually enjoying eBay now, right? No, I, I don't enjoy it, but it does make me money. <laughs> Wait a minute, Terry Lynn, let's get this clear. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. I got you. <laughs> no, it's not that I enjoy it, but it does bring in income. My very first sale, I only made $2 and that was okay because I just wanted to figure out the shipping. So somebody sent me an offer. I hit accept. It was a $2 profit because I needed to figure out how do I box this? How do I ship it? How do I drop it off? Like, I don't mind, you know, getting that learning curve in. I've so far had six sales. Only three people paid. So I had to learn the process of making a report, which I'm still a little confused about, even though I've had to do it three times. But um, luckily, thank goodness for the brain and wisdom of someone else. <laughs> they have helped me um, figure out how to try to avoid not getting payment um, next from now on. So I haven't had any more of those problems. And so I just continue, you know, to be there. To be honest, I don't. I don't like the ship because the shipping price changes depending on the size of your item. So if I can't put it into a flat rate envelope, I think I'm going to not post it to eBay because I posted shoes and all kind of stuff, but they're so difficult to get them in a box that's an appropriate size. They don't all fit in that flat rate envelope. So I'm like, oh, so I think I'm only going to post things that fit in that flat rate envelope from now on to eBay. Plus, I am cross-listing to six other platforms. So, and then I cross-listed to seven other, one being eBay. So, I've made sales on eBay, TradeZ, Macari, and then somewhere else? Maybe that was it. Maybe that's it. Out of the eight total, those are the only new places that I've made um, sales. So, and their shipping is a little easier because on Macari, if you're familiar, I can just put, I'm paying for shipping. I can put the poundage and then I know it's $9.99. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of money, but it's the same thing on Posh because if I put the thing on Posh and then I send them an offer with free shipping, it, it's all the same deal. Like 
999 7 whatever it is is almost the same so it doesn't cut too far into my um profit but it makes it convenient so that extra dollar whatever i'm paying or two dollars on whatever i'm paying is i call it my convenience fee so it's like if i went to the local convenience store i'm going to pay more for the item than if i went to my local grocery store but it's convenient so i'd rather just pay the extra two dollars and change for the convenience of knowing it's gonna cost me a flat $9.99 and I can stick it pretty much in whatever I want and drop it off, so. Yeah, I so I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you this. I actually like eBay, but it's not like I've sold a, a lot of stuff, but I just started eBay. True. And I, and I haven't put a whole bunch of stuff on eBay. So I, I've put certain things that I, I wanna go ahead and, and give a try up there, but I really am gonna start blasting eBay but I agree with one thing that you're saying. I think the key is, you know, obviously having a, a, a service like List Perfectly, obviously yes. it does help. But, but what I was also about to say is, I think you do need to be strategic in what you list at certain locations. Because like for me, I don't care for Mercari. And I'm really trying to decide whether I'm gonna keep Mercari or not. And I do sell for Mercari. But I'm just, it's not one of my favorite platforms and I'm trying to decide if I want to continue. So for right now, what I've decided Macari is, I'm not doing games and stuff like that because it's too big, the shipping's gonna be too much. Yes. I said, I'm just gonna put that on Poshmark, for example, you know, because, you know, it's gonna be a better thing. So I think if we're strategic about where we place products, that's actually gonna give us the more bang for our buck. Yes. You know, tops weigh usually next to nothing. You know, that's great on Macari. You know, certain pants are not going to weigh that much either, depending on, um, you know, all these types of things. So I think it's all about being strategic in what you're listing. Like, um, and I'm probably going to start listing more jewelry on Macari, possibly. Yeah. Because it's lightweight, things of that nature. Um, so I'm just going to be more strategic, I think, on what I'm going to list where and how and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, you know, with Etsy, I don't want to get to Etsy yet. I mean, you'll probably get into it eventually, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> obviously, that's going to be vintage and handmade, so we know how that is. I'm, I'm really going to be getting into Etsy more for sure because I, I see the potential in it. That, that is for certain. So, um, Let's see, is anyone having issues with the recent changes to eBay removing PayPal? I know for me, I haven't currently. Um, anyone else want to answer that? What about you, Tiana? I haven't. I'm, I want to move to managed payments, but I'm still on PayPal. I would prefer managed payments, but I haven't gotten the chance to do that yet. I don't know how long I have to wait, but I'm looking forward to managed payments. But for PayPal, it's been working normal. Um, the first sale I made, I think I had to wait 21 days to get my money or something. But after that, it was fine. Well, oh, yeah, and I forgot to tell you. So I just recently opened up a store with eBay. I mean, I, I was already on eBay, you know, like cause when I had talked to you previously, I was like, yeah, you know, eBay. I was on it then. But, and it was, I might give, um, I don't know if Quimby's still on or not, but uh, she was talking about something one day and, um, she was saying a lot of things. I was like, why don't I get a score? I said, this is crazy. Let me go ahead and get a score. <laughs> so I said, let me get a score. And it was funny why she told I just went right ahead and got a score. I just got a basic score. Yeah. And then it was her. I talked with her. And then I reached out to Cynthia because Cynthia also has a store, um, the Lady Hustle. Mm -hmm. You know, our friend, Lady Hustle. And she also has a store. And I was like, why don't I get a store? So I got one. But no, I haven't had, um, I think Cynthia said, hold on, Cynthia said something too. Yeah, so it apparently is helping on sales, um, but I haven't run into any issues as of yet. So me personally. I don't have an eBay store. I'm just, it's, mm -hmm. I have a monthly fee because I wanted to see how it went and then I kind of wanted to save up the money I make and then start the monthly fee because i'm the one who's like i need to make the money to pay for it first before i spend money on it so but guess what it's, guess what it's going to pay for it though because it's yes. only like four dollars and 95 cents and you can get um shipping supplies yes i heard that there. so there you go you'll set up one a day i got you <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm messing with you but anyway um yeah uh yeah, straight. Uh, she canceled Tra Tracy because they forgot about payouts and often it takes both. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Were you aware of that about Tracy? 
No, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was aware because I, I don't. I, that one I don't utilize. So that's good information, Kim. Thanks for um, sharing. I appreciate that. I, I guess I kind well. I guess I kind of knew that because I made my first sale on Tracy last week and I posted on IG that I made my first sale but then the description I was like why does it say it takes 21 days and they were telling me that it takes 20 like eBay takes 21 days and it did but then I think somebody else did comment that that might be the regular thing is 21 days for payment which is crazy to me why I would have to wait 21 days but then I was like well maybe they have an open window for returns like I'm still new to Tracy that was my first sale on Tracy so I don't know yeah, that's good to know. I, I think I'm gonna have to research that then. Though I'm probably not gonna spend too much time because I'm not doing. It. I know eBay. I usually get paid right off. Yes. Yeah, I, I have never had a problem with payment. I do set it where, um, basically, for my buy now, um, it, it's for immediate payment. So, like when yes. they do it, they have, they have to pay right then. Um, yep. that's basically how I've set it up. So, but um, yeah, that's interesting. I, I guess I'll have to look into that. So we talked about all the different sites that you're doing. Let's talk about and hold on. I gotta remember the name of it. I can't believe I forgot it. Popple. And wait, explain that to me. Popple. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, as you know, I have the Slack Slayer Young Entrepreneurship class, and so we went to an event while things, you know, were open, (laughs) and um, the girls were selling the things that they made at the event. Well, of course, there are these cute little girls, three adorable little children with their own little business. So everybody was coming up asking questions and I was answering the questions because, you know, the kids, they don't know. <laughs> and they were like, well, where can we find you, which was me, and where can we find them, which was the kids. And so I was trying to like navigate everybody's different phone. And even though, you know, we were wearing masks and stuff, like I didn't want to touch everybody's phone. I didn't want to have them touch my phone. And so it was just this whole thing. And at the end of the day, I was mentally exhausted from trying to communicate where you could find me and where you could find them. And when I came home at the end of that day, I didn't even say anything to my husband. I just thought to myself, there has to be a better way. This is this cannot be it. <laughs> like we're in the 21st century. There has got to be something better than type this into your phone and search and see if you can find me, you know? So um, about a day or two later, I came across Popple. And so actually, I actually have my phone in my hand. So what it is, it's just like this little. Uh-huh. That's cute. Bag, like like a little donut there. But yeah, yeah. Mine's a donut. So right. it just goes on the back of your phone or it goes on a keychain. You can buy a keychain one. And what it is, is if you purchase one, you download the app to your phone. But when somebody asks you for your contact information, whether it's like your business card, your website, your Instagram, your Snapchat, your LinkedIn, it's all this stuff. You just touch the back of their phone and it pops up on their phone. So in a time where you don't really want to be super close to people, you don't want their hands on your phone and vice versa. You just literally just touch the back of their phone and it all pops up and they have all your contact information. Because there have been times that I was trying to get somebody's contact information and I thought I saved it right. And then I saved their phone number wrong and could not contact them. And I'm sure this happened vice versa. And I've been using this Popple ever since. I've had connections with people. I've done business deals with people because they had my right information. It was so easy to give it to them. I didn't have to be like, wait a minute, let me find my business card. Let me hope I'm not out. And so I really love it. I think it's going to change the game for any kind of business. You know, I'm a reseller. I have a website, but any business. So you're never worried about, did I order enough business cards? Am I going to run out of them? When somebody says, hey, how can I reach you? You touch their phone. Boom. It's on their phone because everyone carries their phone with them. And then once they save it, once they pull up your IG and they follow you, they're there. Like it's harder to take it out of someone's phone, but it's so easy to lose that business card or for them to type it in wrong when they think they're saving it to their phone. So yeah, I love Popple. They're only like 20 bucks to get the little thing that I was showing you on the back of my phone. And then of course the app is free. Like you can pay to use some of the stuff, but it's really just to double up. So like if you have two websites that you want to put in the app, you have to pay to be able to put two. But if you only have one website, one Instagram, one, you know, whatever, like you can just put one and all of that's free. But if you want to do multiple, then you pay like, I think it's $3 a month. But I just do the free stuff because I like free. Yeah, and, that, and that's not bad. And um, I'm actually going to do it. I'm going to do it under you. And then I'm uh, I'm going to become an affiliate as well because I do believe in becoming an affiliate. Yes. But I like it. I like it. Actually, let me, let me explain as best I can. I actually love it 
um, from a network um, perspective. So, you know, and I'm thinking about the days of when I was in the Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Or you know, back when we could go to Posh Fest, how easy that would be to have that. You know, of course, now we're home all the time. So I'm like, how often am I going to use it? But regardless, I said I'm going to get it because I'm a futuristic thinking. And I'm like, we're going to eventually come back to normal to a certain extent. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I won't, let me take the phrase back to normal out of there. Things will, will always be different, but we will get back to the point where we'll have these conferences and uh, chamber of commerce, you know, events. And that's where um, this will really come into play. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna get it. I'm definitely gonna become an affiliate because I, I like the, the concept of it. Um, I was kind of thinking from a, cause sometimes I'm a tech, Head, so I was like, gosh, suppose it takes too much from your phone. But you know, that's me over. No, it's just it's whatever you have. <laughs> I think that too. I was like, okay, I just want to make sure. And so, like, I didn't buy it when I first saw it. I was like, I need to look at the company, I need to figure out what's going on. And so it was about two months later when I finally ordered mine and was like, okay, this is cool. This is gonna work out. Because I don't like to put a link in my bio for something. I don't think it's gonna be, you know, beneficial. Or even if I think it's gonna be beneficial, but it's kind of sketchy, like I don't wanna share that with anybody. So I just don't. So I try to take my time with stuff before I put a link in my bio or give you a coupon code or mention it even on my own YouTube channel because I wanna make sure, you know, anything that I'm saying, I'm not perfect. And of course, I don't know everything, <laughs> but I wanna make sure anything I'm saying, like I believe in, I believe is safe for, you know, people to use because at some point the kids are gonna be using it. Can you imagine? Like I'm at some point, my kid is gonna have one. So when she's hanging out with her friends, she can easily just show them like her social media and all that stuff because you can put your Facebook, you put all that stuff on there. And so instead of saying, hey, what, what's your Snapchat handle? They're just gonna be touching each other's phones and it's just gonna be popping up and they oh, can- well, well, to be straight with you, that's the other thing I thought about. Yeah. So I was like, cause I said, okay, when am I gonna go to Chamber of Commerce again? When am I gonna do this? And then I said, well, you know what? Even if I don't do those for a while, I said, kids are going to always be out there with the phones. I, I was getting a mental picture in my head. That's what I do with the thoughts and everything else, actually. I always think yes. about the the future of it. I was like, yeah, they're going to tap their phone. They're, they're going to yeah. want them. You know, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, is that spelled correctly? Because I can remember that question. Can you see that question? Let, oh, I was going to say, let me put it in the chat. Here, I'll, oh. type, it, I'll type it in the chat. Because... Okay. That, that's cool. I it is it is in the link tree right now and there is a discount. Uh, is it twenty percent, I think? It's yes, it's twenty percent with um promo code swag slayer. So S W A G S L A Y E R. Give me and I just have to double check it because I just want to make sure that but I will type it in the chat so you guys see it. Give me just a sec. No problem. You, you're totally fine. Yeah, but um, I definitely wanted to bring that up because I, I did love the way you were um, promoting that, and I and I really love it. And the other thing that uh, Tiana does that I really love is she's been helping out the Artisans Showcase a great deal, yes. which I, I, I've actually been working with them indirectly. I haven't been doing lives with them, but I, there's a couple of people that I'm going to be doing some lives with. So oh, she's nice. helping people that actually make crafts. And she's been doing that a great deal. So I, I really love that as well. Cause I, I really love art and people that create things that just warms up my heart for some reason. I, I love that. Yeah. So that's awesome. So yeah, I think she's gonna put it in the chat so y'all be able to get it and definitely go to her link tree and get it. Cause I, I think it's got a lot of potential and become an affiliate. Yeah. I'm a big pers uh, person on if they have an affiliate program, get on it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because even if so they don't know you, income, you know, yes. income. and that, that was the other thing that me and I kind of were up here about. There's so many streams of income and granted, some streams may be, so, you know, small streams, but right. if they're still flowing, it's okay. Remember that, you know, not all streams yeah. are going to be like very wide, but as long as they're still flowing, they're not blocked, it's okay. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, definitely. So um, you're not going to get rich on most of your um, right. most affiliate links, but you are promoting their business. They're making money, you know, and they, they give you a kickback or some sort of incentive. And I love that when you partner with people for that. 
I'm hoping one day in my company I'll have an affiliate for something. I don't know what yet, but it's in the back of my mind. It's all my future things to do with my business because I love when a business is able to partner with someone else and they both benefit. It's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, I definitely want to do the same thing. So I, I totally agree with you because I'm all about that as well. I'm all about that life. I'm all about, and like I said, you can never have too many streams of income. Remember that. Okay. Because you think about it, a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there, it all adds up and it becomes a big It does. It does. <laughs> you know, it becomes a whole. So and it's all dripping into one box. I don't know if they can click that link. I mean, I put it in there. I don't know if it's clickable, um, but you could type well, it. Like, yeah, the, kick, the, the uh, kicker is, first of all, you definitely should be following Tiana at Swag's, uh, Swag Slayer Fashion on Instagram. And um, so follow her up there. Yes. And I'm saying oh, this too nice. because this is going to be in a podcast. So go to Swag Slayer Fashion. So it's Swag is in S W A G Slayer S L A Y E R and Fashion. So look her up on Instagram, and she has a lot of neat ways to make uh, multiple streams of income. Definitely click on them because you know one of the ways we always want to improve is our bottom line. And there's so many ways to do it. Even if you're corporate America and you think I'm stuck and this is all I can make, you can always have like side hustles that end up, you know, in the long run becoming the, the full thing that you're doing. I mean, you know, I started off in corporate America doing side hustles and, you know, here we go. So definitely check her out um, and give you that information. So let me ask you something, Tiana. Yes. Her earliest childhood memory remember, that's really memorable to you. I, w- I had to be about three. And at okay. the we're at my grandmother's house, which is in a different state from, you know, where I live with my mom, but she was the mm-hmm. same parent. And so mm-hmm. we were just hanging out, playing with these toys because like, I'm my mom's only child. And my mom is, she was the fourth. So my uncle was still too young really to have kids. So I was the baby, <laughs> baby grandchild, you know? And um, in my grandma's house, like, it was the kitchen and then the dining room and then there was another room I guess it, it wasn't technically the den I guess it was like the sitting room I don't know but it was by the front door and that whole space was always filled with toys and they would come in and we play music I had a baby piano um we you know had the shakers all that stuff and we would play music my grandma sang in the choir so she was singing I was playing music which probably just sounded like noise because I was three <laughs> and my mom <laughs> so they would sing and I would just make a lot of noise basically and we would just be in there together and I really loved that because even though we lived in a different state I did stay with my grandma for a year so my mom could finish her bachelor's degree and so Mm -hmm. her and my mom was somewhere else which was very strange you know and um she finished up she became an engineer and we did all that stuff and then we moved and so the first memories of my life i was with my mom and my grandma all the time all the time my grandfather was there but you know he was like this is a little baby until she gets bigger i'm not gonna be hanging out with her all the time and so it was just me my mom my grandma everywhere we went and so i really enjoy those times where i said i was making music and they were singing and we would just be hanging out in the front room you know for hours and we just chilled at the house and i think that's really why i enjoy being at my home because it reminds me being home with my mom and grandma. So that's awesome. I, I love stories like that. And and where are you from originally? Are you originally from New York or did I misunderstand something from New No, um, I was born in Louisiana. So most of my family lives in Louisiana. Oh, and, okay. That's yeah, we visit house. them every year. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. And I'll tell you why that makes sense to me now. Yes. Because I remember you saying that you were so cold. I think it was 70 degrees outside, but you were like sitting right up on a heater or something. Yes. And yes. In the back of my mind, I was like, why is she sitting up on a heater? She's from New York originally. She should like really be warm or something. So now so it's your husband that's from New York. Is that what it, it is? is? Yes. Okay. That's my man, man. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I was still trying to figure that out. I was like, okay, yep. my with me so all the time like he likes to have it on at least 70 he would have it on 60 if I let him and then like right before the show started like when I leaned up earlier when you were introducing this because I was turning off the space heater because I always sit with it on because I didn't want you to be able to hear it in the background 
I love it though, because you can always tell somebody that's in warm weather all the time. And you know, you would think that would be the case for me because I have been in North Carolina long enough to be that way. But I so love cold weather, which Ooh. honestly we hardly ever have. So I'm pretty much warm all the time, unfortunately. But anyway, uh, what else was I going to Okay, yeah. So if money was not a factor, mm -hmm. what would you be doing? I spent all my time with my child until she grew up and moved out of my house. Like every waking moment till she was sick of me. I would spend with her. Because oh, I, I only that. have one. I have that's one. I still love it though. Yeah. This so, is, it, so is it one and done for you? And yeah, if that's too personal. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was the case for me and my husband. So I can relate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I had a son. So yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. That's that is. <laughs> Yeah, so um, your mom was an artist. Do you have any artistic skills that you want to um, share? I wouldn't say I'm more of an abstract artist. I always have been, even in my art class, like my teachers would talk to my mom and be like, she cannot draw an actual thing that I asked her to draw. But if I just let her go off and live in her own little world, she comes back with beautiful things. So <laughs> It's very abstract. It's very over the top. It's very extra. Abstract. You're gonna have to show with me. I, yeah. I really am. I'm very. I, well, I love all types of art, to be honest with you. But I really do love abstract. So if you have anything, just shoot me a DM because I, I love it. Yeah. So um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just saying I will do that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I do. I, I love abstract. So what is one thing? What's some advice you want to give somebody that wants to increase their income. They want to start having multiple streams of income. Let's say, you know, we have somebody maybe they're listening to podcasts or like, I don't know what to do. I'm just working this dead-end job. I got all these bills. What's what's one piece of advice you would give them? I would say anything that interests you, something you could that you would do for free. So okay. if you would do it for free, see how you can take that and put it into steps and find an a need for it because somewhere in the community someone needs what you can do no no matter how small you think it is someone needs that and then find a way to put it into your schedule and then start with word of mouth start with people you know do you need somebody to do this would you be interested in having this service and then watch youtube for questions because somebody is already doing the thing that you can do but don't be afraid and think there's not enough for everyone because there is. There are millions of people who do what I do every day. I resell, but there's room for all of us. And then once you find that thing, you get more education from YouTube because it's the University of YouTube. There's always someone willing to. Yes, there is. <laughs> don't let anyone talk you out of it because yes, you it may not be something you can sustain over 50 years, but if you start somewhere, as you journey down the path, there'll be a fork in the road and you'll be able to say, okay, I can go right or I can go left and keep going into something else. It might not end up at the end of the road, the same thing you started with, but if you don't start, you'll never make it to where your destination is. That's right. And it's all about finding your purpose too. I totally agree. And and, it's, it's, and being that you were talking about reselling, reselling is definitely one of the easiest ways to bring extra income in your home. And yes. you know, we all know it. We, we all know the yard sale. Right. Right. <laughs> but this is a situation you got um, Facebook uh, Market, Poshmark, mm -hmm. eBay. It goes I'm on and on. Akari, we, we can go on and on. But that is a great way to have extra income with like no overhead at first because the overhead is probably what's already in your home. Look right. at what's already in your home, make a list of it. This is extra money that you can have. And then my recommendation is, is to take that money that you earn from it and reinvest it either in yourself, in the stock market, keep it going. And then lastly, did, did you notice that uh, Bitcoin had went up to like 31? Oh yeah. Crazy, yes. right? Yes. So I, I want to cash out. I know, crazy. So I'm going to already ask you, me and you, I want us to get on again, probably really soon, actually. And we'll probably do it not on a Sunday, but possibly like on a, during the week. I'll get with you on that. We'll talk some more about the stock market because I know both of us are interested in that. And does anyone have any questions before the wonderful Tiana goes? <laughs> anyone? Anything I might have missed? 
Because I really appreciate Tiana. She, she, I love people that are very driven. That's those are like my favorite people, and she's a very driven individual. So I'm really glad to have her, and she will be on again. And I really appreciate that from her because, like I said, this channel is all about helping people to improve, and we're all in this together. We're all in this together to win, right? Yes, all right, everyone. Right. I want to have a great night. And remember, as always, this will be on a podcast so you can listen to it and re-listen to it. Remember uh, Swag Slayer Fashion Instagram. She's a very helpful person. Definitely follow her. And, you know, if you, you have some questions, reach out to her. I know she won't mind. Okay. Thanks, everyone. And thank you, everyone, for joining. Have a great night. Thanks again. Bye.